it's Eric Roberts, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Peace out. Ed Robertson welcoming you to this week's edition of TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom this week as we welcome Mr. David Van Dusen. For about 20 years, starting in 1995 and continuing through 2015, David was the editor and publisher of the Walnut Times. The Walnut Times, a newsletter devoted to the Dick Van Dyke Show that had the full endorsement of Carl Reiner, Dick Van Dyke, Rosemarie, and many others from the cast and crew. David Van Dusen, also the writer and producer. Now, is the official title the Dick Van Dyke Show, the 60th anniversary? Is that, is that the official yeah. title? Yeah, that's fine. I, I, it's tricky because when the logo comes up, it says celebrating the 60th anniversary like it's a title of an episode. But, right. but yes, the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary. The Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary, a fully authorized feature-length documentary that provides an oral history of the Dick Van Dyke Show as told by both the original cast members, crew members, production team, writing team, as well as many members of the second-generational Dick Van Dyke Show family, including Dick Van Dyke's sons and Marie Gilbert's daughter, Jerry Paris's children, pretty much every offspring David could connect with, he connected with, and they bring you their side of the story growing up in, uh, in the midst of the Dick Van Dyke Show phenomenon. Uh, David also talked to many notable guest stars of the show, plus there are a few other surprises. David's documentary is available for viewing on demand for free, and we'll tell you where you can watch in just a second. David Van Dusen, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you very much, Ed. It's my pleasure to be here and spew about my passion, the Dick Van Dyke Show. We'll dive into the documentary in just a second. But first, David, what fueled your interest in the Dick Van Dyke Show and what led you to start your newsletter? Well, interestingly, I was born July 20, 1960. The very day before July 19, 1960, was the airing of Carl Reiner's original pilot, head of the family. So I don't know if that was uh, fortuitous or, or there's some <laughs> link, link there. Um, but growing up, um, you know, I was really too young to see the show or remember the show as a, as a one, two, five or six year old. But I began to see the show in syndication and I just loved the show. I think part of it was Dick Van Dyke's physicality, his ability to move the way he moved, almost like rubber, if you will, and the chemistry that he had with, with Mary Tyler Moore. And I also took a great interest in, I guess, what would happen at the parties at their house, the the songs, the performances by Maury Amsterdam and, and Rosemary, of course, longtime showbiz veterans. And you know, I watched it then and, and appreciated it then. Of course, a lot of people listening tonight discovered the Dick Van Dyke Show for the very first time in the late 80s, early 1990s, when the Dick Van Dyke Show became a staple of Nick at Night and both their primetime and overnight lineup. And Dick Van Dyke became the honorary chairman of Nick at Night. So it, it came back, I guess, to the forefront for a new generation. And I sort of then, as an adult, said, this show really continues to hold up. And I think that was related to the writing of Carl Reiner and the genius of Carl Reiner to write to situations that even so many years later, in that case, 30 years later after the show, 
still were relevant. It was still about an incident that happened with your kid at school or a debate between a husband and wife or some situation that went on at your workplace, right? Things that we could all relate to. And I, and I think that in many ways was the secret sauce. It was real because we could all relate to it. So um, I, I tried to look around and see if there was a Dick Van Dyke Show fan club at the time, and there wasn't one. Um, I actually considered starting one and was told nicely by Viacom, who had the rights to distribute the show, that would not have their permission to do that because they had the licensing rights. <laughs> well, you have a First Amendment right to write about anything, so right. why don't you start a publication? She suggested, how about a publication called Life in New Rochelle? And I thought, oh, I get it, right? Certainly fans of the show would recognize the, the hometown of Robin Laura, New Rochelle. But I thought, hmm, I wonder if I can come up with something a bit more clever. And then it dawned on me, one of my favorite episodes about the show was It May Look Like a Walnut. And I thought, yes, let's focus in on those walnuts and we'll see who catches, catches my drift. And there we had it. Uh, in the mid-1990s, I sought out the cast members and asked if they would start to do interviews with me. Rosemarie was my very first person to, to consent. And upon publishing, I sent it to all the others involved with the show. And from that point on, got very positive feedback from Carl and from Dick and so many others from the show. And it started to just uh, snowball from there. And Rosemarie got me in touch with Maury and I got in touch with Dick and I got in touch with Carl and they really were so generous in embracing um, my passion and supporting it that uh, it had legs like we like you said for for 20 for 20 years right so that was the genesis of how it all began david van dusen is uh, spent 20 years from 1995 to 2015 editing and publishing the walnut times a newsletter devoted to the dick van dyke show he is also the writer and producer of the dick van dyke show celebrating the 60th anniversary a fully authorized feature-length documentary that you can enjoy for free on David's YouTube channel. David's primary goal for making the documentary is to introduce the Dick Van Dyke Show to a new generation of viewers while also raising funds for the uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I'll say you had, there's a third, I don't know what this is intent by not, but there's a third thing you accomplished. There are things about the, I mean, there have been books written about the Dick Van Dyke Show. There have been many specials made about the Dick Van Dyke Show. Even if you've seen them all, watch David's documentary, which you can watch for free on his YouTube channel, because there are things about the Dick Van Dyke Show that you will learn for the very, very first time. I, I think that's true. That's part of the passion, I think, is digging into those behind-the-scenes sort of nuggets that fans really do appreciate learning about and, and knowing about. Like I said, hopefully to introduce it to, to new folks, but for those diehard fans, there's certainly uh, some gems in there uh, that they will appreciate. And it, it's great to hear the, the perspectives, as you mentioned, of the second generation family members, behind the scenes crew members, you know, hearing from Sheldon Leonard's daughter talk about her dad and in, in terms of his contributions to the entertainment industry and and Dick Van Dyke's son talk about 
how life sort of changed overnight uh, when his dad became famous, right? And some anecdotal stories from Ann Gilbert's daughter about the way things played out at home. Just, I think, a very interesting and fascinating view that fans really, really would appreciate. And you can enjoy the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary for free on the David Van Dusen YouTube channel. Our conversation with David Van Dusen was recorded via Zoom. We had a slight issue with the audio. We did our best to correct that in post-production and apologize for any inconvenience. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Let me ask one more question, and then I'll throw it to Tony and Donna. Sure. You've got all this material uh, that you've amassed in the 20 years that you did the newsletter. First of all, doing anything for 20 years, that's a commitment. You know, the fact that you did this along with the other things that you did in your career and raising your family, I mean, that's a commitment. I certainly appreciate the time it takes to do something like that. So, And to produce something of high quality and that... People like Carl Reiner say, hey, man, you did good. That's got to feel good. But So you've got all this material that you've amassed over 20 years. Um, was there a desire to do a documentary that came that was in the back of your head? What led you to make the Dick Van Dyke Show documentary? I think, you know, as the 60th anniversary approached, I thought there has to be a tribute to, to the show, right? If you look back at classic sitcom television history, Dick Van Dyke certainly is, in my mind, it, well, it's number one in my mind, right? <laughs> but certainly within the, within the top probably five shows. And again, I think that's uh, attributable to the cast ensemble and to Reiner's writing and his other writing partners in, in later years. But I, I didn't feel as though we could let this anniversary pass without giving a tip of the hat to, to so many who were involved with the show. And the show really particularly in, in the midst of COVID and the pandemic, was discovered by a number of, of new fans, right? They, they were looking for things to watch. They came upon the Van Dyke show and, and in doing some screenings of my documentary, it's amazing to me the number of young people who are coming and attending and now are learning and knowing about the show and, and appreciate it just like those of us who are a bit older, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary, fully authorized feature-length documentary, provides an oral history of the Dick Van Dyke Show as told by both the original cast and crew, many from interviews that David did as a result of doing the Walnut Times newsletter, plus brand new interviews with many members of the second generation Dick Van Dyke Show family, plus many notable guest stars, Barbara Bain, Jamie Farr, Michael Forrest, just to name three off the top of my head. You can enjoy the Dick Van Dyke Show, celebrate the 60th anniversary documentary by David Van Dusen for free on the David Van Dusen YouTube channel. Tony and Donnie, you want to jump in? I agree with you. I've said it on the show many times that the Dick Van Dyke Show was, in my opinion, the best situation comedy ever. It reinvented television. And you've said... 60th anniversary, you and Ed have said that several times. The show is timeless. I still watch it on a regular basis, and I I thought I knew a lot about the show. I loved your documentary. Was there anything that surprised you that during your research that you found out? You know, I just mentioned Sheldon Leonard's daughter, Andrea Burchard, right? I think it was quite rewarding to hear her talk about her dad in terms of what he did 
to help promote some writers in the industry who had been blackballed, right? The writers who had been thrown out and couldn't get work. And behind the scenes, Leonard would hire them and they would change change their names so that they would get credit, but it would be under a pseudonym, right? But talented people who Leonard recognized, right? And even though we're talking now in the early 60s, right? I think there was a, a conscious effort by Reiner and by Leonard to try to address the issues of, of race and things that were going on back then and equality and potential discrimination, right? There's one episode where Rob's supposed to go and accept an award for Alan Brady, right? And he puts his hands in the black dye, right? It's, it's, it's a predicament. What are they going to do, right? So this was, you know, in the early 1960s. Keep in mind, before the Civil Rights Act had been signed, right? And, and, and the equality in our country was um, not, not something that was, was apparent ar- around our country. So I think Reiner took such a unique approach and with, with him as the creator of the show and producer and Leonard as the executive producer, those guiding hands and, and Danny Thomas too, from a little bit behind the scenes, right? That's, that's why I'm, I'm hoping we can send some money to St. Jude since Danny started that. What, wouldn't, isn't that a nice tip of the hat that if folks enjoy the documentary, you can make a contribution to say thanks to those folks and, and help some, some young kids out who have cancer. Um, but I think hearing a little bit about, you know, what it was like to go and sit in the audience and watch the show and what was the environment like and, and how did it work and how did the script table reads work? And it was um, very rewarding for me as a fan and, and as someone trying to promote the show. I think the other thing that folks should know is that every guest star that was interviewed said their experience on the Dick Van Dyke show was one of the best they ever had as a guest star, right? And so different from other sitcoms that they appeared on because the Van Dyke cast and crew welcomed them in with open arms and made them feel like they were part of that group, not an outsider, like they often felt on other shows, right? Their contributions were requested, they were used, they were accepted, they were welcomed, right? It was all about how do we make the show a better show? And all, and all of those folks, you, you know, Ed you, Ed, you mentioned, right? Mike Forrest and Barbara Bain, and we had Bernie Coppell, right? Doc from Love Boat, and Barry Livingston, Ernie from My Three Sons, right? Jackie Joseph, who was a, a great character actress, Suzanne Taylor and Sylvia Lewis, all of these folks talk about the fact with great pride on my resume, I have the Dick Van Dyke show and I take great pride in that. And not everybody has that on their resume, but I do. Right. And another guy, Jack Larson, right. Often confused with, uh, with Jimmy Olsen, Jack Jimmy Larson. Olsen right. Jack Larson, right. But the guy that played uh, Sheldon Leonard's nephew. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And as you said, there's, there's some surprises. Jack, Jack gives a great performance for us. Uh, today's version of his, song that he sang back on on the show at, at yeah. one point in the documentary. So. You have to be a good singer to sing badly. Correct. If that makes sense. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you have, to, you have to know how the melody goes and then know how to train your voice to sing off key, even though your natural inclination after all the training is to hit the high notes the way it's supposed to be hit. So that that's an element of performing I always find fascinating. When, when, yeah. when, Most Americans probably don't realize Lucille Ball could actually carry a tune. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
right. But she was famous for yeah. If you saw her like being a guest on the Carol Burnett show or something, oh, she can actually do that. Yeah. Right. So I was just going to say Jack Larson was a 20-something-year-old kid who said he sort of got the role and then arrived for the table read and sort of pinched himself and said, oh, my gosh, I'm sitting in his head, right? I'm sitting around the table with Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke and Sheldon Leonard. Oh, my gosh. How did I, how did I find myself here, right? So the Dick Van Dyke show really did help to launch the careers of, of so many um, who were guest stars and then went on, uh, as you know, to have more prominence in the entertainment world. Jeremy Clyde of Chad and Jeremy, he's, he's one of several people whose experience is on, on the Dick Van Dyke show is similar in that to a person, they all talk about how open Sheldon Leonard and Carl Reiner and Dick Van Dyke himself were to contributions from the guest stars. If you had an idea, if you had a sense for, for the funny, as Gary Marshall would say, and it worked, uh, Van Dyke would say, let's try that. And more often than not, they would keep it in because he recognized funny. I do think the tone on the set was really established by Carl and Dick, and it was an environment that was one to foster the contributions of, of everyone involved. And I think that, again, was the, the success, right? Um, and whether you were a regular cast member or you were a guest star, everybody's contributions were welcome and sought. And like you said, Jeremy Clyde tells the story of, you know, they walk into the living room and, you know, there's the sofa and a chair and the table. And Jeremy looks at the chair and he says to Robin Laurie, well, you know what we call that in England, don't you? A chair, right? The obvious thing. And, and he tells the story. Dick said, oh, my gosh, we've got to keep that in. And he's like, really? Right. And years later, he, he told the story of uh, he, he and Chad standing at an airport counter traveling to go to want to do one of their concerts. And the guy sort of looked at their their passports or their tickets and he looked back up at them and it was clear that he recognized who they were. And he looked at them and he said, a chair, right? So even years <laughs> later, right, it, it, it followed them, um, that, that appearance followed them uh, throughout their career. I think he still tells that story as he actively performs. David Van Dusen spent 20 years editing and publishing the Walnut Times newsletter devoted to the Dick Van Dyke Show that received the sanction and support of such Dick Van Dyke Show personnel as Carl Reiner, Rosemary, Sheldon Leonard, and Dick Van Dyke himself. David Van Dusen, also the producer of a new documentary on the Dick Van Dyke Show that you can enjoy for free on YouTube. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us. We hope you'll stay with us as we continue our conversation with David Van Dusen here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 
or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.